We're going to start this in three, two, one. Hey there, medium sports fan. You know, of all the things that can happen to you this week, this is definitely not the worst. And we'll take it because this is Sports Wednesday. Holy Toledo, that was unbelievable, Maestro. That is a whole new direction. Yeah, you can tell when the Maestro's getting ready for a gig, his plane just hits a next level. <laughs> that was tight. Nice. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, where sports talk for the medium fan. I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus. I'm your host, and these are my co-hosts. He keeps calling his congressman and asking him to make David Blatt's birthday a national holiday. That's not... <laughs> Not how it works, by the way. It's the coach, <laughs> basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? You can only dream. I'm doing good. <laughs> you're doing good. Good. Yeah, I think I think you're going to have to really. It's going to be a, a grassroots effort to get David Blatt's birthday to be a national holiday. I agree. It's also going to be pretty hard for coach to ever say anything. Then I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Doing good. I'm feeling very positive today. Oh, and that uh, that second voice you're hearing. It's the man behind the guitar. He secretly feels Gary Sharon was a good match for Van Halen. He was a good match. <laughs> Don't it's the maestro Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? Don't tell anybody. I'm a little maestro. sore. I'm a little sore, but I'm all right. You mean so- sore? Sore from uh, playing alumni soccer? Alumni soccer, a little bit of tennis. My joints are feeling a little tight, a little sore. Nice. So we'll have a rundown of Maestro's injuries today mm-hmm. as we work our way through this show sheet. <laughs> How exciting. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. I got bunions. <laughs> All right. Before we get to it, I want to remind everybody you can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Singular Wednesday. Uh, we got about 1,600 followers. I've been slowly but surely uh, def- uh, blocking some of these bots that followed us in a big wave last week. And, uh, we're, we're settling there around 1,500. I think we'll be okay. And over on Instagram, we have how many? 64. 64. That's plus two from last week, if I'm not mistaken. Damn straight. We're growing. It's a steady, slow but steady. And and, and I'm not just saying this. I I really do enjoy the Instagram content. It's uh, visual. It's fun. It involves hats. We 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 we, we got quite a quite a push (laughs) this week. Like I think I think your little goading from last week got Maestro um, feeling nervous. He was pushing out a lot of content. At least four posts. And uh, thanks. Uh, This is a a coach driven show sheet again, but I just want to thank you, coach, for reminding me that, uh, folks, the best way to receive a phone call is to have it introduced by a crazy ass Croatian man celebrating a goal in the World Cup. And you can do that by downloading the goal ringtone, just $1.29, available in the App Store. Or if you want a direct link, just head to sportswednesday.com backslash merch. And you can, you too, can have the goal ringtone. Uh, tried, tested by uh, at least three people uh, who are all on this podcast. <laughs> so s- sales have been a little slow. <laughs> They're gonna pick up. I know. So my, you know, my first kid goes to college next year, so I'm sure I got a couple months to have this thing take off. Mama. So it went off. It went off today during a meeting, and they said, "Oh, whose whose ringtone is that?" And I said, "It's everybody's ringtone." 
what a what a great mysterious answer that is. Very mysterious. All right, Coach, uh, you did the show sheet today. I'm going to let you drive a little bit, but I know we are opening up with Act One. We're talking college football. Okay, Maestro, music. It's college football. Well, I got are you music for college football. Yeah, let's come on. This right. is unprecedented Act One music, Maestro let's, Throne. Let's burn let's up the airwaves. Come on. You got something up the Podutsky. That's beautiful. All right, we're going to talk college football. And my uh, my title for it was uh, College Football Back with a Vengeance. Mm. Um, four days started on Thursday and didn't stop until Monday night. That is That is – I don't know how many years they've been doing this, but – I was going to say, is it back with a vengeance because somebody killed its mother? <laughs> yes, part two. Yeah, it's back with a vengeance because – um, somebody must have died because there's four days straight of football. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No, check that. I was wrong. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That was five days of football. There was college game on Monday? Yeah. Florida State Ooh. and uh, Virginia Tech. Ooh, I, didn't see, I didn't know that one was yeah, that. Yeah. So, I mean, what the reason why I say that is, is that uh, – and you're a big college football fan, BMOC. Don't you put yourself in, in that college football fan bubble? Yes. I know. So, I would say for sure. Yeah. So it's my does, favorite form of football. So does that excite you to have all five of those days? And how much did you watch? Uh, well, I would say uh, it would excite me, but now I just feel bad that I missed all this great football because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I feel, kind of feel the same way. So with that said, because... You know, Maestro asked me the other night, it's like, so how much did you watch? And and I watched a little bit. I mean, like I watched enough or followed it, but I mean, did any of us sit through an entire game? And nope. besides the one that you attended, BMOC, did yeah. anybody sit down on a couch, in a chair, somewhere in a venue and watch an entire game from start to finish? Not I. I was either on the road or I was at events, so I was kind of... All over the place. Yeah. But I, I mean, I did watch a little bit of the Buckeye game in Pittsburgh, actually. It was third quarter, like after the rain delay. I think I watched maybe five minutes. That's about it. And then I watched um, the Miami, a lot of the Miami um, LSU game. And that was Sunday night. Those are the only two. Uh, yeah, I, I watched nothing. Uh, I, I was There were only a few games I was actually interested in. Um, I wanted to watch Michigan-Notre Dame, but you know, so when, when you go to a game, and I went to the game Saturday in Athens for uh, Ohio U, Howard, uh, probably the best game of the weekend. Oh, by far. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that takes up like a whole day, and then I've kind of, I've kind of spent all of my, my sports currency with the family, so to speak. <laughs> yes. So they wanted to watch scary movies and stuff like that. Uh, but but really, in terms of good matchups in week one, like I rarely want to watch the Buckeyes first game because I know they're going to blow whoever it is out. Um, Michigan-Notre Dame would have been a good game and the, the Washington-Auburn would have been a good game to watch. And then Appalachian State-Penn State, now they were announcing that score while I was at the OU game and I was like, oh, I wish I could be seeing what's going on there. No, I did watch the tail end of that. Like I, the, the thing I like about it, the way they do it now or with these 
five days or whatever is they put enough compelling matchups or good matchups in there to make you want to watch it because it used to be the beginning of the football season was just a bunch of dogs, big, big names against bad teams. Mm-hmm. But the trend seems to be more of getting those big marquee matchups early. And, uh, but one of the big marquee matchups was the, the Michigan, um, Notre Dame game. And, um, Wow, that was just an overrated bat football game. Yeah. Just an over... What do, you, what do you mean overrated? Overrated that both teams are not very good. I, and Notre so Dame won could, that game, and they're not very good. So how could you tell? Okay, so their offenses. This is what I'm looking at. Okay. Michigan's offense is completely inept. I, Braylon Edwards, I apologize. that Did you see her, that he just got suspended for speaking badly about Michigan's yeah. predictable... He is... Spot on. If he didn't use the F bomb, he would have just it would have just been good analysis. And Notre Dame, I mean, man, there's just nothing special about I mean, Michigan is bad and Notre Dame is is once again gonna be a chip Kelly. You called it when you talked about Notre Dame. They're they're yep. they're gonna be overrated. They're gonna lose a game they shouldn't lose. Boy, and they've got mm-hmm. a they've got a, a a very light schedule too. Right. They'll 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 breeze through or they'll they'll but they're gonna run into something. I just was not impressed. I know it's early. It's kind of a neat. That's what. That's why I said knee jerk reaction. But I mean, yeah. Wow. I did see an article, and it was like it was okay. Which teams helped their case to make that fourth playoff spot? Because we've already basically written off the first three, and Notre Dame was one of them. What? That helped themselves. Yeah. Only because the reason why you can say this because on their resume they've beaten a number. What Michigan's number eight, but Michigan's not staying at number eight. Michigan was 14. 14, but they're they're gonna I feel like they're gonna drop like yeah. a out of the top twenty five, maybe? Possibly, but boy, I mean, they were really bad. Like my knee jerk reaction Ooh. on them is wow. I mean, they they just get so much benefit of the doubt. Like, what did we have yeah. on those predictions that had them at twelve percent or something for winning the national championship? Or yeah, twelve they, to one? Yeah. No, Michigan. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I know. Well, uh, it, before before we, we go in and talk a little bit more about Michigan, because I see that we have a, a bullet point there on Jim Harbaugh that we're going to talk about, uh, I, I just wanted to get your guys' take on that awesome Clemson-Furman game. Oh, riveting. Yeah, Furman. Okay. Furman's actually, they're the Furman Furminators. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. What's yeah, their mascot? They're, they're, na- they're named for uh, Furman, you know, for a uh, that kind of, it's like a comb, and you comb your dogs with it, and it ferminates. Wasn't he a cop in the uh, in the OJ case? <laughs> yes, yes, he, he was, was the cop. He's the one that planted the the glove. Yes, you're yeah. absolutely correct, Furminator. Yes, Furman. <laughs> I, I, so anyway, Clemson won that game, forty eight to seven. I just props to Furman. They they held in there. They scored their seven points in the fourth quarter. They didn't get shut out. You know what they're gonna say? They'll take that five hundred thousand dollars and say, "Our asses That's didn't right. get shut out." That's right. So uh, Ohio State really struggled with Oregon State. <laughs> 77 to 31. Yeah. So what was your take on the Buckeyes? Uh, offense, really good. Yeah. And I only watched a little bit, but I saw the highlights. But the defense, they've got work to do, but pff, it's early. Yeah, Haskins, Haskins throws a nice pass. I will say oh, that. he does. He's good. Uh, Penn State almost upset there by Appalachian State. Almost the second yeah. big team to App- fall to Appy State. You play App State, you better watch out. They 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 get up for those big games. 
They're not that. I sure. That's one of those games that like the knee jerk reaction is that maybe I think I don't think Penn State's that bad. I think they ran into a a pretty decent App State team. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and then I will just tell you guys. Uh, yeah. So the Ohio Bobcats did beat Howard. Uh, that game was closer than it should have been. Right. Yes. I think coach started texting yes. at halftime. He's like, what's going on? Yes. Uh, was that so OU? Go ahead. Was that 34, 31? I think it was uh, 38, 31 was the final. Um, o- OU's defense did not look great. Uh, the offense was sputtering and they put in the backup quarterback and he, he kind of rallied them. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause... And again, this is medium level sports talk, so I can't remember any of their names, <laughs> but the, the guy who made Roto Cole's list of top 50, he was in the top 20 college quarterbacks. He got pulled and yeah, it was our backup that really kind of got them going. Oh, that's not good for him. I will say this when you're at a game, you really can kind of hone in on like, if a quarterback can look at multiple options or he's just staring one down the whole time. And, and in that game, I think both quarterbacks, I literally, they're like, who's the one guy I'm throwing it to. <laughs> and if he's not open, I'm going to throw it there anyway. I'm going to throw it to you, Johnny, no matter what you get open, Johnny, and I'll get you the ball. But the Bobcats got away with a win. Uh, and hopefully uh, Frank Solich will get that defense whipped up. So basically what you're saying is OU's national championship hopes still alive. That's that's <laughs> my, knee-jerk, my knee-jerk reaction is right now I have the Bobcats at number one, <laughs> Alabama at two. <laughs> now, Maestro's starting to snore, so we better talk about Jim Harbaugh. All right. I misunderstood genius or yes. overmatched knucklehead. <laughs> Where do you stand on that? Because everybody's got an opinion about Harbaugh. Even if you're not even Ohio State Michigan fan, you got to have an opinion. Well, to me, it's the two Jim Harbaugh's. Stanford Jim Harbaugh, misunderstood genius. (laughs) Michigan Jim Harbaugh, overmatched knucklehead. I mean, I don't know what happened to this guy. I know. It's like he he moved 3,000 miles to the east and forgot how to coach. I mean, I used to think this guy was... I had a lot of respect for him. Like when he was at Stanford, even at, I think it was San Diego state. Um, and it, even in, for the 49ers, I thought the 49ers completely crapped the bed when they got rid of him. But wow, mm-hmm. he, uh, he's coming off as a buffoon. He can't seem to wrangle that team. Can he? No. And he just sits there and he like puts his hands on his knees and he looks down the sideline and then they do something that's just bad. And he can't believe it. That play didn't work. <laughs> like Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy. Let me ask you, if you were uh, a high school prospect, would you want to go play for him? No. Not right now. No. Mm-mm. So, I think let's he's say, act- if, if you're a top, let's say you're a top quarterback, a top like five me. quarterback, like you. Okay, so say you're you, mm-hmm. and yeah. you have Clemson, Michigan, Ohio State, and hell, USC asking you, who's bottom of that list? It's easy. Michigan, you yeah. you wouldn't pick them in a million years right now. Yeah, like I think he's hurting. Them. I feel the kids that are going there are like the kids in Michigan who grew up being Michigan fans. Yep. Yeah. yeah the, blue, the blue chippers aren't sticking around because right you know yeah. that the, their quarterback he's a he's a transfer in from Mississippi State, or not Mississippi State from U, uh, Ole Miss. He's not a, a like he's not one of his recruits. He he's a a. a what do they call that? Um, Graduate grad transfer. Yeah, grad transfer. So he can't seem to recruit a quarterback at the University of Michigan. 
where Tom effing Brady played. That's not good. Nope. Nope. All right. So you're going overmatched knucklehead. Yeah, but I liked what you said. That was pretty good. <laughs> and I, Maestro, 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 you're going overmatched knucklehead? I am right now. He's, uh, yeah, he can't seem to figure it out. <clears throat> Speaking of overmatched knuckleheads. Least, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I would have thought by now he would have, he would have been a legit uh, contender against OSU, but oh, it's not happening. No, but I'll tell you what, they're going to have a bad season, but they're going to be a, a risk to the Buckeyes. Like I could see. Oh, yes. Say, you, you know what I mean? Yep. All right, we're putting it on the line for this one game, although I don't see them winning. Uh, okay, so speaking of overmatched knuckleheads, we <laughs> want to talk about coaches' picks from last week. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. So, so last week, and I, guys, I, I actually have the standings page on the website now updated. Excellent. Wednesday.com standings. Uh, here are the games we had to pick. Number 21, UCF was a 23 and a half point favorite over UConn. And myself and coach both got that. Uh, Maestro thought UConn might cover, but they lost 56 to 17. So yeah, a little short, a little short, a little short, yeah. Yeah, but it was the opposite for the Michigan State-Utah State game. Mm. Uh, the Spartans, 23.5-point favorites. Uh, they won 38-31, same score as Ohio-U Howard. Uh, once again, the Bobcats currently sitting in that number one spot. <laughs> oh, that's good. Coach and I both missed it, and Maestro got that one. Well done. That brings us to the to, – and this was a good game. Auburn-Washington, 21-16 was the final. Mm. Uh, up – Washington plus two and a half. And uh, so myself and Maestro got that. We picked Auburn, uh, Coacher. Looking like you still only had that UCF pick right now. And then the last uh, one was a lock of the week that we could offer. Uh, I said I would take Northwestern minus two and a half over Purdue. And they won 31-27. So that's plus one me. Uh, Coach took Texas minus 13 and a half <laughs> over Maryland. <laughs> Texas lost that game yes, thirty-four to twenty-nine. So, <laughs> so coach loses so, two points there. Yeah, and uh, and Maestro took USC minus twenty-six. They almost covered. Yeah, uh, like but they, they won forty-three twenty-one. So, so how did it work out? I uh, picked up three points. Coach picked up one. Maestro picked up two. Ugh. That. I'll just tell the scoreboard. I'm going to give you the scoreboard update now. Okay. Do it. Because I had to. I had to add in all that stuff. Uh, so, Maestro still in the lead, 74 of 120. No, Maestro, 75 of yes. 120. Uh, Coach, you're at 69 of 120, and I'm at 73 of 120. Tina! Damn it, you are right on him. I am starting, right on him. I'm starting to fall out of the playoff race here. I, I just, you know, the strategy is you have to differentiate yourself. I do. I tried. You, do. you got to. So, I'm okay so, with that. There are plenty more picks coming up in today's episode, folks. So I know we usually don't do the scoreboard update till till the third act, but it just seemed like it was a good time. going from Jim Harbaugh with a knucklehead to coaches and knucklehead seemed like such a logical transition. <laughs> it's it's a, it's an easy jump. It certainly is. You know what else is an easy jump? Hoopster basketball themed board games. That's right. 
Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters, the best basketball-themed board game you'd never played because it's not yet on the market. Uh, Coach and I invented this game in 2003. We are slowly bringing it to market. It's only been about 15 years. Coach, any updates this week? Uh, the heat transfers are in, but I have not done anything with them yet. Okay, so you received something in the mail as the update. Yes. Woohoo! Very good. So... We are such bin- so we, are, fo- we are such binge updaters. Like we go all in, we have these meetings, we get a lot done, and then yeah. life hits us, and we got We'll just keep doing it. We got to keep grinding. I know. We did. We just got to be thinking about the Christmas rush now. At this, it's point. gonna be huge. I it's gonna be I huge. do believe. So. I do believe. We said in one of these podcasts, I made. I go. I predict it has to be done by Thanksgiving of this year. We're running out of time. All right. Very good. I heard uh, I heard Maestro starting to warm up, and that's good news because that means Act Two is on the way. And and to get us into Act Two, we have an Irish guy and a guitar. Is that right? That is correct. All right, everybody. Let's hear it. We're going to talk about football, NFL. It's knocking on the door, just like knock, knock, knock on heaven's door. <laughs> Nice work, Meister. Was that original? Uh, that was uh, that was the verse in uh, Van Halen's "Beautiful Girls." Beautiful girl. Mm, gotcha. Well, I'm a seaside sitting, just smoking and drinking on the <laughs> Correct. Nice work. Yeah. yeah. Once again, a lot of folks probably don't realize that Maestro plays uh, lead guitar in a Van Halen cover band called Van Haken. Uh, it's always a good time. When's the show, Maestro? Uh, November 16th, Ace of Cups in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Ace of Cups. Ace of Cups. That's right. Don't you come in here, PD. You're going to poop under the table. Don't you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Because you will step on it and smear that shit. Uh, All right. It's always good to have dogs and podcasts mixing together. All right. The NFL, that's the National Football League. Correct. Starting Thursday night. What's the first game on Thursday night, Coach? You know? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It does escape (laughs) me right now. It does. Hang on. I'll take a look. Atlanta at Philadelphia. I knew it was the Eagles. The the, the Super Bowl champ always opens. I got you. We gotcha. Okay, so we are going to do some picks here. We're going to do some prognosticating. We are going to pick the division champs for each division. <laughs> then we are going to all have an, uh, and this is a, a no points, uh, but you can update your Super Bowl predictions that we made back on February 7th, which was our first show after the last Super Bowl. Correct. And then we have, and I like this coach, the in and out pick. So we're going to pick a surprise playoff team that did not make it last year. And a team uh, that made it last year that won't make it this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Which everybody ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to start in the American Football Conference with the East. Go ahead, coach. All right. I am picking to win the East. The New England Tom Brady's, the Patriots. The Tom. The Tom Brady. Oh man, I, I, I'm so psyched to drop in the Dreamweaver <laughs> stinger now. <laughs> we haven't gotten to use it since February. I know. How about you, Maestro? Uh, it's hard not to take New England. It, it's a it's a horrible division. Correct. I, I, I would love to take somebody else, but how about the uh, the American North? 
Uh, I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Coach turns his back on his Cleveland Heritage. I know, I'm so sorry. We're going to all pick the same nice teams. Hey, you know you know what I'm taking. He is taking, taking the, the Cincinnati Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steelers. Steelers. All right, Pink's taking the Steelers. All right, and uh, the South. I am taking the Houston Texans. Damn. <laughs> we are going to be I, I picked this bit. So you're you're taking Houston also, Maestro? Damn. Yeah. Damn. Let's are make there, it. Are there points? Make it a straight. Uh, you get a point for each one you get correct. Oh, but okay. If we all get them correct, I mean, yeah, we're just driving up the numbers at that point. But I, I have a feeling like we're going to differentiate ourselves in the West. What do we got, Coach? Ooh. I was going to take. I'm going to take the Los Angeles Chargers. Are you going to take them too? Whoa. Yeah. Are you? I am taking the Kansas City Chiefs. I like that pick. Mm-hmm. It's a foolish pick, but no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. All right. So, uh, literally, we all think the same thing's happening, except I happen to think Kansas City is That's going to That's what's going to differentiate you. All right. All right. Maybe we'll do better in the NFC, starting with the East Maestro. Good. East, I'm going to take Philly. I know they're struggling right now. They've got some injuries, but uh, they're fine. And they are the uh, Super Bowl champs. Yes, they are. How about you, Coach? I'm a... (laughs) I got to differentiate. I got to take some chances. Take Dallas. Go ahead, you loser. Why would I take Dallas when I'm going to take the New York football giants? Here comes Saquon Barkley. I need to to make some crazy picks. Go for it. Uh, the North. Mm. Pete, what did you take? Oh, I, I took Philadelphia also. I, I snuck it in after you uh, after you said Philly. All right, gotcha. go ahead, Maestro. So your nope. Pick to you, Maestro. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Green Bay. Nice. Ah. I am gonna take the Vikings. I think they have a bad taste in their mouth from last year. They want to write write this shit. I'm gonna go Green. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Go Green Bay. Go Green Bay. Now we're talking about the NFC South. South. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Ugh. Atlanta, nice. I'm going to go with the... Would have been a great pick two years ago. Yeah. I'm going to take the Panthers. The Panthers, all right. And I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints. All right. We're all about... Uh, nice. Which I have to all tell right. you, that's, that and might be my go. favorite division, despite the North. That's my favorite division. Um, yeah. Hmm... I'm gonna take West. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going the LA Rams. You would. No, I'm wait, sorry. wait, wait. You mean I'm sorry. Who are you? The LA Dream. <laughs> the Ram. The Ram. Whoever the Rams are, are they are they LA. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I also took the Rams. How about you? I am coach? taking the 49ers. 49ers. Oh yeah. That is a bold pick. Garoppolo and we trust. I'm telling you right now. Gar- Right. Garoppolo in We Trust. In Garoppolo We Trust. Yeah. Okay. We're going to work that slogan out somehow and get it on a t-shirt. Yes. Garoppolo, Garoppolo in We Trust is a great slogan. <laughs> so good. I'm sorry. I had a little dyslexic right. moment okay. there. So uh, I, we were supposed to pick Super Bowl predictions. I just wanted to remind you of the ones <laughs> we, we picked last before. time. Are we doing in and out first? Uh, 
No, we're going to do Super Bowl first, then okay. we'll do in and out, okay? Uh, so, uh, Maestro, you picked the Steelers beating the Seahawks. You staying with that? Uh, I'm going to change that. All right. Okay, what do you, what do you got? I'm going to say Steelers, Falcons. And Steelers win? Of course. All right. BMOC, you had a, or I'm sorry, Coach. BMOC is me. Yes. I actually don't have to speak to myself. <laughs> Third person. Coach, you had the Saints. You had the Saints beating the Steelers. Uh, interestingly, they would be a wild card team. Yeah. Uh, given they picked the Panthers. Hey, wild card. Stick I'm it, sticking stick, with it. Yeah, absolutely. Sticking with yeah. it. All right. Very good. Now, uh, I, the big man on campus, perhaps the most knowledgeable uh, sports fan on the show. Picked the Vikings to beat the Panthers, which was unusual since they're both in the NFC. <laughs> and we all just said, sure, that sounds good. And ne- neither one of you assholes called me out on it. So like, it doesn't matter. Okay, so so wait, wait, does Jacksonville have a team? Oh. <laughs> it's all right. So I am do? picking the L.A. Ra- I'm picking the L.A. Rams to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it was it was Maestro bringing up Vince Ferragamo oh, last yeah. week. Oh, it really inspired me for our Rams Steelers rematch. Vince Ferragamo. Okay. All right. Nice. All right. Last thing on NFL is in and out. Now, in and out. You want to pick a team that didn't make the playoffs last year that'll make them this year, and a team that did make the playoffs last year that won't make them this year. And uh, let's go to Coach, then Maestro, then me. Okay, I am going to go say in the Chargers. Are we doing both? And then out the Jaguars. Hmm. Good picks, Coach. Nice. All right, Maestro. I'm going to say in is going to be Houston. Okay. And out is going to be the Bills. Hmm, yeah. That could be your lock. You guys know that fortune favors the bold, right? Let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Peter. You're not going to say that. In? Yeah. The Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. I... You all right? Oh, it's a new wild card, but I, I got I got a feeling. Okay, and I'm gonna say out. I'm gonna say Buffalo Bills. Okay, that's bold. Not the Bills. And then, and I mean, it's not as bold as the commissioner will change the rules so that we can have a Minnesota Carolina Super Bowl. <laughs> that was a that was a bold here's, pick. Here's what's bold about it. Here's what's crazy. I saw that today. I probably looked at it three times. Not once did it occur to me. I'm like, oh, look, that's two NFC teams. Not once. Yeah, it didn't occur to me till I was like looking at the divisions going, now wait, where's Carolina? How do I match them up? <laughs> Excellent. So, But they're, they're a new team. They're only like, like two years old. Oh, yeah. Brand new. All right. So uh, before, before we go... Uh, on anything else about are you guys excited for the upcoming NFL season or any any storylines that you're particularly interested to see play out I'm I, I I have to say I'm very very excited just to see the Browns play I first game of season it's it's like spring is eternal it's hope is eternal I'm ready to see them win a game I'm excited yeah, I think I think we all are and I know we're, we're going to talk hard knocks next week I'm because not. the finality is tonight I'm but not. That is Maestro whispering he's not excited. Maestro, what are you excited about? Oh, I, you were just talking about the Browns. I'm not excited about the Browns. Yeah, I know. Are you excited about anything? And I'm asking you what you are. Uh, um, hmm. 
not really excited about the NFL that much. All right. I'm excited about our fantasy uh, football team. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's absolutely. right. That's a, <laughs> totally a thing we are going to be talking about, not on today's but show, soon. but maybe next week. Coach, are you prepared to at least tell us who's starting uh, in the week one? Yeah, give me a minute and I can tell you exactly who I'm starting. All right. Very good. Coach is in charge of the fantasy football team. Uh, I can, I, can have, I, I feel like the energy in the podcast dips when we talk about fantasy sports. <laughs> I, I How's our to, baseball team doing? Uh, we're still fourth. Yep. We're still fourth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. We're starting Matt Stafford. We starting Matt Stafford. Very Michael Thomas running back. Yes. Uh, Running back would be Kamara from uh, New Orleans. Collins from Mm -hmm. Baltimore. Travis Kelsey tight end golden Tate. We have the kicker, Justin Tucker from Baltimore. I'm excited about him and Jacksonville's defense. All right, so I'm just going to call it now. We're getting spanked in week one. Yeah, I, we might lose every game. Yeah, uh, very, very good. But I'll tell you what, we could we could just rename the show the worst fantasy podcast ever. <laughs> yeah, but all these fantasy sites want us to help them out. I'm like, you're you're talking to the wrong dudes. I know, absolutely right. But if we build ourselves as the worst fantasy site ever, we're differentiating. You see, how I that love works? that. Yes, differentiation. This this show is all, all right, about differentiation. Good. I will say, Maestro, let me ask you this. Like, Coach was talking about Hope Springs Eternal for the Cleveland Browns, and it's true we haven't, we've only won one game in two years, but every single year of my life, like that week one game, I'm like, this could be the Browns' year. And I, I, I know it's irrational, but I can't help but feeling it. It's, but you, I'm, you know, grew up a Steelers you. fan. You, you've, seen, you've seen all these Super Bowls. What do you, do, you, do you have that same kind of anticipation I for the Steelers? I don't. No, because I, you know, I know they're going to be good. Ugh. I'm a little worried about Le'Veon Bell. I hope he's staying in shape. Oh, he can roll out of bed and run for 175. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maestro's a cool customer. Cool customer with those Steelers. Do you have a Steelers jersey? Do I have a Steelers jersey? I don't. Do you have a Steelers t-shirt? Probably somewhere. Do you have a Steelers hat? Got a Steelers hat? Ooh, Maybe. I think you're stealing. Save that for later. Oh, very good. All right. All right. So uh, before we uh, move on, I just want to remind you guys, if if you really do want to buy a Hoopsters board, and I honestly can't think of a single reason why you wouldn't, just head to (laughs) Hoopsters.store and drop in your your email address. We'll keep you. Well, you'll be among the first to know uh, when when you know we the, the whole damn podcast is supposed to build the email list, and we have six <laughs> subscribers. People, <laughs> somebody just, help us out. I'm just thankful that Hoopsters is is paying my salary. You know, I mean they're 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 keeping the lights on. They are, man. <laughs> this is I th- is this our 34th or 35th show? We have six so goddamn people, six, six subscribers, three of whom are on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't even do the math on that. Jesus. And I'm still waiting for I'm still waiting for a goddamn newsletter. I know the ROI is currently 10 podcasts per subscriber. <laughs> That's a lot of work. 
Man, and I I thought we were a bad fantasy sports podcast, but very good. That at the newsletter. Well, well, we need to get into Act Three, and we need some music to do it. So here's the maestro. Nice work, Maestro. Tasty. Thanks, man. What are we talking about? It really three? sounds good. It sounds good tonight. I know I say that every but time. But he really does sound really good. And the timing on it is he beautiful. Does. He's not. He's not drowning out at all. It's beautiful. All right, Coach. I'm going to let you drive us through Act Three because you you took the time to name each act this week, which is new, and I like that. This Act Three is a smorgasbord of goodies. <laughs> it's just got all the little nooks and crannies that. We've either talked about or uh, they've been going on. They've been percolating in the yep. back. Um, yep. You know, and of course, you, you just can't have a podcast without the the one piece that'll never die. That's right. It's time for what hat am I wearing? <laughs> what hat am I wearing? I can't quit you. Can't. That's where you need Dreamweaver. If you... Th- if you think listening to us talk about fantasy sports is bringing the podcast to a grinding halt, wait till you hear us talk about what hats we're wearing. Coach, you wearing a hat? Tonight? I am wearing a hat. It's professional sports. It's team? an institution. Oh, this, this, this. Oh, I'm gonna guess it's it's Ole Miss. Oh, your Ole Miss hat tonight. I am not wearing Ole Miss tonight. That's a good guess. Ooh. That is a really good that. It's a good guess. Are we are we wearing a no. wearing them a second time? Th- this is a, still. A first timer. I'm still grinding, finding them. Okay. This is a first timer. This one's going to be tough. Institution. Institution. I can give you a, a a region of the United States too, if you need help. Well, if if, if we're not going to get it, yeah, throw us. A yeah, it's in the southeastern uh, portion of the United States. South. Hmm. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, Florida State. Jesus, how did you get that? It is a Florida State. State? Oh, my God. Really? Yes. Sweet. I didn't even know you had a Florida State. Oh, I found one. Yeah, quick quick question. What are you doing with the Florida State hat? It's a hat I got when I was in Florida when my parents lived there, and I needed a hat to do something, and it was cheap at Walmart, and I found it, and it is a worn-in hat, but it's a Florida State hat. That's well done, Maestro. Thank you. Well done. Nice work. Maestro, are you wearing a hat tonight? I am. It's not a hat that you would normally wear in August. Oh, it's it's a knit cap. It's a knit cap tonight. All right, knit cap. It's your Steelers hat, isn't it? It's my Steelers hat. Ah, man. I figure we're talking all this NFL stuff. I get out my classic. That's nice. Does it got the ball on the top, too? Fell off back in 86. (laughs) Pick up Ice Bowl. It's just black now. Um, I think that's it, right? Nah, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. What? BMOC? You wearing a hat? Wait, uh, what's the ruling where I'm not actually wearing a hat, but I had an intention to wear one? <laughs> well, well, the ruling is good. So, what was the one you were okay. about to wear if you had a chance? That's was it right. a professional sports that's team? Right. And was. you do own this hat. Okay, because we can't use fake hats. That just changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. This is—is <laughs> is it a hat? Is, is it a hat you've worn before? 
It is not, but I'm getting awfully close to repeats now. Oh, that should be the rule. If we can officially, who can be the last one to have the last original hat? All right. Um, God, it's a professional sports team. It, it. I feel like it should be a Browns hat. I do too. You, want me, you guys do? Mm-hmm. It's not. It wasn't going to be a Browns hat. It was not. It. Uh, I'll get. I'll throw you yes. a bone. It's a baseball team yes. uh, that that we had a pick'em involving them a few weeks ago. Oh, a baseball team we had a pick'em for. Hmm. <laughs> what the hell's a pick'em? I forgot. <laughs> All right, we were we were predicting how many games out of first oh. this team would finish. Is it, oh. is it Kansas City? Orioles. Not, you have an Orioles hat? Yeah. I do, yes. With, with the uh with the little guy on it? With a little guy on it, and it's a 47 brand. It's pretty Ooh. cool. I, uh, I got it. Went to Camden Yards with my son on his 10th birthday when we did a baseball tour of the East Coast, and we both got I've never set. seen you wear it. I know. I'd be wearing that hat every day. I know. Well, I will wear it for my photo this that, week. That, wow. I've started... I'm going to bring in prote- professional photographers for my head of the week photo. You really should. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... I just... All I want to do is like look better than you two. That's pretty easy. I liked, I liked last yeah. week's piece. I thought that was very creative. I know. A little, little scary. It doesn't... It doesn't take much to beat Coach. It's always just his his face in bad light. I like it. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least <laughs> I'm at least up. I'm consistent. That's right. You're so artsy with your hanging on the, the the pole and all that nice stuff. I can't compete with that. So it's my head in bad light. So what hat am I wearing? Always always a good time. I like to say um, the the slogan for what hat am I wearing is at least we stop talking about fantasy sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, uh, this past weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend, Maestro made the drive to his hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to play in an alumni soccer game. Maestro, how'd it go? Oh, it was hot. It was so hot. It was fun, though. My old school, they had turf. You know, back when I played there, it was a crummy grass field. It was terrible. But uh, now they have turf now. It was nice. About 22 guys. Going back all the way to about 1973, I think may have been the oldest dude there. And then all the way up, I think there were some guys from maybe 2011. 73? How old was that dude? Well, he would he would be... 60... 63? Something like that, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, he, Jeez. Yeah, and... So did you play the whole game or how did it work? So <clears throat> there was enough guys. I think they they had everybody playing. And then at some point, a couple guys showed up. So then they had like one sub per side. But it was um, it was not quite the full field. I think we played we had goals set up at like a 15 yard line on each side. Uh-huh. It was like a slightly smaller field, but we played full width. Um, I think I, I went out maybe one time for about five minutes, but. Um, and uh what what did you play left wing yeah like a left wing left half back and then at the end when i scored (laughs) did you yeah i did score um i scored a tie so it was we were down two to three and uh there was like three minutes left and got a nice pass and buried it 
buried it. It wasn't pretty, but uh, I'll take it. Now, where did where where like where was the goalie versus where you put the ball? Um, he was kind of it was a nice lead pass, and I just kind of was shooting on goal, and he was kind of he he leaned to his right, and I kind of mm-hmm. just it like bounced off his shoulder and went. So out. here's my here's my question: nice. How does it compare to John Hark's goal? <laughs> Is it the same? Because I envision I envision it being the same. Because I envisioned the same thing. Was oh, it the same? I wish. I wish. So we were actually uh, using uh, the field. We were using uh, field hockey goals. Oh, so so you're yes, you're playing but, on a short field with field hockey goals. <laughs> yeah, with no goalies. But it, yeah, we had goalies. Oh. <laughs> we had goalies. Was, because were there were like, so many guys. There's so many. Was guys. nobody keeping score? Did everybody win? <laughs> no, no. It was three three. Oh. All right, so so Meister, I don't know if you remember this, but if you can get your brother to submit a little uh, video testimony that you indeed scored you a get goal, the, obviously that, not on. Instagram. I saw it on Instagram. Nice. All right, that's a that means Meister is a plus Damn one. It. Yeah. Why did we? So that brings him seventy six of one twenty. Congratulations, Maestro. Thank you. Uh, so I didn't see it on Instagram. It's on your Instagram, Maestro. Yeah, I posted uh, on Sports Wednesday. I saw a picture. And a comment. Yeah. There was a comment. Oh, he commented. Yes. Okay, I gotcha. And by the way, well, he's, he's a regular listener, and he played awesome in keeper. So he was like on fire. I was, I was really impressed. The Hake brothers yeah. just taking it to Wait, the North well, Allegheny well, alumni soccer game. Nice. Our, our old German coach didn't give us any props at all. In his, that's his normal style. Jerk. Nice. What a jerk. And, so, and did you like playing on the turf? Uh, you know. It was, it was, I like compared to what I used to have to play on when I was there, what was usually yeah. like a soggy post football game mess. Yeah. I got the turf was kind of nice. All right. Very good. It was good times. Well, congratulations, Meister. I'm glad you did that. That's uh that's stepping up. Woohoo. Speaking of stepping up, I, you guys play tennis. What's going on here? Tennis up. Yeah. We, we, we finally uh, got off our asses and played tennis in, uh, you know, was it? In the cool weather, was it doubles? Singles? It was singles. It was singles. Okay. It was last. It was uh, Monday night. It was about what? Still about ninety two. Oh god, it was hot. Yeah, but we both played. Uh, I yeah. I texted. I texted coach like jokingly. I was like, "Hey, it's uh, it's super hot. You can barely breathe outside. You want to go play tennis?" And it was just a joke. And he's like, "Oh yeah, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I was like crap. And it happened. And it was a, a, it a testament of two men trying to play tennis and not be the one that makes the most mistakes. That's literally what it was. <laughs> two old dudes playing old man tennis, slicing it, just trying to keep it yeah. in to let the other guy make the most you mistakes. Should, you should see us warming up, Pete. We're crushing the ball as hard as we can. And then once it starts, we're like, ping. <laughs> <laughs> like tip, 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 towing around. Bink, so, bink. Yeah, it's, it's it hilarious. So did um, did you guys keep score? Or did everybody win? No, we did. Oh no, no, he, everybody we, wins. We played. We played a set, and uh, coach dominated. I lost uh, six three, and uh, he was he played a lot. He played way better than he did uh, two years ago. He was, I think we were pretty even Steven a couple of years ago, but his game has definitely improved mine. No, I, I disagree. 
It was a game of inches. And I got an inch and a half. Return, you were returning my serve, which is that's the only that's the only thing I got. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Let's let Maestro decide. All right. Uh, so hey, we got a Maestro that. decides? That's awesome. I know. What, is, what is it? Who, who's picking the subject? What's going on? It's me. I, I'm picking. All right, Maestro. So here's 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 a mashup. All right, I, I on my way to Pittsburgh, I listened to the rest of American Fiasco, so I had my my soccer thing going, um, and then I was also thinking about you guys. Remember the movies from like late '90s, 2000s, like Armageddon, Deep Impact, those <laughs> yeah. types of yes. end of the world movies. I'm trying to think yes. how this right, connects yes. to soccer. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Here. So here's our scenario. Right. <laughs> The end of the world. The end of the world is coming. Yeah. All right. Okay. You go out to your garage. The car is loaded. All right. It's loaded. The, everything you got to survive. You're heading to the nearest city. You're get, trying to get away from the meteor that's going to hit this hit the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got, you got canned peaches. You've got two, got some canned peaches. Mm-hmm. You've got two. You've got two balls. You've got a football and a soccer ball. Mm. Coach, you're taking the soccer ball. BMOC, you're taking the football. Why do you take? Why do you pick that ball? Oh man, this is no contest because the way that I can throw a football, it, it's literally a weapon. It's one of the reasons I don't play organized football because I've broken the the fingers of so many receivers. I can I just whip that thing and and literally if if somebody's coming at us like some sort of a I don't know crazy half dog half man creature that was created by the the meteor that crashed in Columbus for some reason all I need to protect my family is one football that's all I'm saying. All right, valid, valid. I'm, dro- I'm dropping the mic. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, coach, you you chose the soccer ball over the football. Why? Let's hear okay, it. Okay, first of all, I've seen him throw a football, and by throwing it well, you mean by a dead duck? <laughs> yes, he's very good at it. Oh. And dropping the mic, well, that's what a lot of people would do when he throws it because no one could catch that wobbly piece of crap. Because if you have a soccer, if you have a soccer ball, you have a multi-dimensional. No, listen, you have a multi-dimensional ball that you can use not only to play a great game of soccer, basketball, dodgeball. Also, if you've ever seen the movie Castaway, if you put a bloody handprint on it, it's now your best friend, Wilson, Spalding, or whatever. It's not just a ball. It's a friend for life. With a football, all you have is an odd, long, shape, weird thing. Go soccer ball. Uh, listen, Maestro, Coach, go, he went negative right away, man. And that, that's just, that's what's wrong with this country. And I hope that you take that in consideration when you make your decision. Because, this, you know, he didn't start out with, here's what's better about my position. He started out with, is- Brown's an asshole. He can't throw a football. <laughs> All right, so do I get to decide? Yes, because you're Maestro decides. Maestro decides. All right, I am going with Coach. Yes! Soccer ball wins. And here's why. Oh, I love it. Pete, this this is about sports, right? This isn't about how well you throw it. It's You weren't going to use that ball as a weapon. What, are you going to throw that ball at a meteor? (laughs) I didn't. You're not going to throw it at a zombie. 
No, you got to pick the ball that's that's that you're gonna be able to play sports with, with your family, with your friends. That's what I. That's what I wanted to hear. I'm so surprised. <laughs> Former soccer player picked a soccer ball as advocated to by another soccer player. The fix wasn't in at all. And also, it's interesting to me, Maestro, that you know the world's coming to an end and you're concerned about how you're going to entertain your family with a ball. <laughs> me throwing that football, that's... I, I could actually, I could kill a small bird with a football, and then I could feed my family with it. Hmm. Well, you guys are going hungry while we eat Sparrow. Well, at least we'll be in shape when we play a real sport. All right, very good. All right, so that was Maestro's Decides. We've already done our scoreboard update, but just an update to the update that Maestro picked up a point for scoring a goal in the alumni soccer game, 76 of 120. Jesus. Just phenomenal, Maestro. So I'm still, what, uh, I still got you by three points. You were catching up. I got right. me by, I can't yeah, go less than you three. You got me by seven. God, I'm seven yeah. games out. Uh, now I did. I did go back and check what we were predicting for Urban Meyer suspension. Coach, you predicted four oh. games. Maestro, Maestro predicted two. I predicted five. None of us were right. I think no points. Oh, there. oh I thought. I thought we had uh, no. by default. We didn't call. <laughs> we didn't call it. We didn't call prices right rules. Uh, no, you would have to call closest to the pin to get points. Yes, for that, right. So, I mean, yeah, you just got to call closest to the pin unless I mean, now I went back to the show sheet where I wrote it down. I didn't actually listen to the episode. If one of you would like to listen to the episode and see if we called it, let me know. I'm not because I know I didn't. (laughs) Maestro might be nice for you to listen to an episode every (laughs) once in a while. Oh, you (laughs) bastard. We could use the downloads. All right. That brings us to. Oh, locks of the week. Lock. Locks. Locks. Of the week. Of the week. All right. So you're picking an opening week NFL game against the spread. Let's go. Uh, let's go with Maestro then coach. All right. My lock of the week is Ravens over the Buffalo Bills. Um, Bills are a negative seven or Ravens are a positive seven. I don't know. But they're going to beat that spread. The Ravens are going to crush them. Rave, Ravens are getting seven points. No, no, no. Minus seven. Oh, minus, minus seven. seven. Okay. All right. So you're taking Ravens minus seven over the Bills. Okay. Got it. All right. I am taking the New Orleans. Coach, if you could, uh, if you could really explain your pick while I look up odds, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. So I really, really thought about this one. I probably went through three or four games, but I really went with one with my heart and my soul. And I, I picked New Orleans, the Saints, minus seven full points over the okay. Tampa Bay. I'm good. You can go go back to normal. The speed. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus seven. Right. The Saints over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a poor, All right, poor so, choice. So what Tampa Bay? Saints minus seven over Tampa Bay. Uh, Maestro Ravens minus seven. The Bills. I be honest. I watched them play the Browns in the preseason, and they looked like a they're lost a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. AJ McCarron is not the man. No, he's not even sure. he wasn't named the starter. I think he broke something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just they seem to be a team in a little bit of disarray. Yeah. Uh, unlike the Cleveland Browns, who I am picking plus seven. Cleveland plus seven Dude, versus I Pittsburgh. like it. I like that one a lot. I do too. Yeah. Uh 
part of it is just uh, my crazy optimism, and and part of it is I just so want it to be I true. I would love that our our first win in two years would be against the Steelers. Could you imagine? Oh. The Steel and the Browns are only negative seven. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's at home. When I first when I first looked at it, I thought, oh, look, it's the Browns um, plus forty seven and a half. That's but that the actually over-under. turned out to be the over under. Yes. <laughs> Which it could be. Uh, locks of the week. And just remember, folks, when we say lock of the week, don't don't go make Please a bet don't. based on we, what we, we say. We really should put a disclaimer out, especially anybody yeah. that- Lock is in quotation marks. Like anybody that picks anything that I say, they really should think otherwise. Very good. I know. But you know what we are good at? Trivia. 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 All right, uh, coach. Coach threw down the gauntlet, saying NFL opening day trivia. I went out and found some, and then he's like, "Hey, I think that's too specific." But I found one. I found one. All right, very good. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll ask mine first. I love it. All right. So uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but the NFL starts playing next weekend. I heard that. Yep. Uh, So. What team has the longest opening day win streak? It is six games. Ooh. I'm going to say... Are you sure about that? <laughs> am, am I sure about that? Yes. Do you, do you have the six? Because my, my trivia question has the 17 as the longest opening. That's game. the longest. I, I'm talking the longest current, current win streak. Uh, opening day current win winning streak. games. I'm going to say it is the um, I'm going to say it is the Green Bay Packers. That's wrong, probably. Or it could be right. I'm not sure how to how to how to let you down. Don't just here. smack me right in the face with it. No. All right, how about you, Meister? What do you well, guess? Longest my, current win streak. You know this my, because my, you looked up a similar thing? No, no. My gut was once to say Pittsburgh, but you would never pick Pittsburgh as one of your trivia questions. So I'm going to say... Oh, I think I know it now. Six years current. So what's a team that's been pretty decent? Let's go with uh, that team called the Patriots. Close. They are second. They have a five-game current win streak, but the, uh, the number one team is actually the Pittsburgh Steelers. <gasps> oh, you blew it. And you blew it. Going again. Oh. How little Maestro knows me. It, it makes sense because they open against the Browns like every oh, other year. Oh, like for year. the past four years. Mm-hmm. I would never so, have thought good. you would pick a, that. Yeah. Would you guys like to uh, to guess the current longest losing streak on opening? Um, five. Five years. Five years. Uh, I'd like to think it's the Browns. Mm. How about you, Maestro? Uh, I'm not going to say the Browns. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Detroit. Detroit That's a good, good pick. pick. Uh, I'll tell you what. I thought for sure it was the Browns when I went to look this up, but the Browns are second with a four-year losing streak. Uh, first is the Oakland Raiders. Mm, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. Raiders. Are they uh, playing in Las Vegas this next year, year or next year? One more year, year here than in, La- in Las Vegas. Okay, very I good. I forgot about it. All right, what it, All what right I got, don't coach? have that trivia question. Um, mine is uh, an opening day record. Um, 
held by Los Angeles Rams great and Hall of Famer Norm Norm Van Brocklin. He has the uh, Norm, Norm Norm Van B. B. He has the most yards thrown in a season opener. Ooh. We will do prices right rules. Closest to the pin. Okay. How many yards did no, Norm? No. Oh no, prices right rules. Just to yeah, just to clarify those two sets of rules. Right, I want to do out. prices right rules. I'm sorry. Don't okay. go over. How many yards okay. did Wait, Norm? When did this happen? Nineteen. 51, but it's the most in a home opener. Interesting. All right, Peter, you going first? Let me going first. You go ahead, Maestro. I'm going to go 423. Ooh, 423. Let me write that down. 423. And by that, okay. I'm going to go one yard. <laughs> <laughs> a jerk. Pete, what's the, what no, do you I, do? I, you know what? I'm going to end more than that. I'm going to say it's 512. 512. Okay. Norm Van Brocklin threw in 1951 554 yards. Well done, BMOC. Nice. 554 nice. yards. That was crazy when the football was like a big balloon oh, God, thing. I don't even know how he could pull know, his hand around it. People didn't wear face masks and uh, you had to have tea halfway through the game. <laughs> it's. That's cricket. That's something That's different. cricket. That's the wrong sport. That's right. Wrong something sport. different. All right. Pretty good. Norm Van Brocklin. I don't know why. I'm getting all sorts of signs that the LA Rams are going to have a good year. I just, I don't know why. No, they are, they are a sexy it. pick. So what's your, what's your trivia question there, Maestro? All right. You guys ready? Yes. You guys should get this one, but you never know. So in 1989, a team lost 51 to 0 in the opening game. Oh no. Do you guys recall in 1989? Yes. That was the Browns Steelers. losing to the Steelers. Correct? Did they lose to the Steelers? No, they beat the Steelers. Yes, yeah, they 51. Beat the Steelers. Yes, I remember that game. That was with Eric Metcalf. Yes. That's right. And um it's like the opening kickoff. The Steelers guy just let it sit in yes. the end zone, thinking like it was a punt, and the Browns just recovered it for a touchdown. Right, uh, good times. And then uh, we went on nineteen eighty nine to the AFC Championship we game. Lost. We lost, but that was fun though. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember? It was a good one. Oh, you don't forget that game. I watched in Reed Hall. Yeah, I watched OU. it in Biddle. I watched it in uh, McKinnon with Schaff. Look at us. Look at us. We're calling our our freshman year dorms. (laughs) How delightful. I I feel like our our listeners are wishing there's a number they could call in and go. Yes, (laughs) they will. (laughs) We're going to. Once we get the live live stream up and running, that'll be fine. Call in with a snore on the (laughs) snore line. Brought to you by Subway. Eat fresh. All right, corrections and rants. Remember, a correction, we're cleaning up something we said that wasn't accurate, and a rant can be anything that's on your mind. What do you got? All right, I have a rant. I had a Twinkie tonight. I had two of them, and it just makes me think of how ridiculous you two assholes were (laughs) thinking zingers were better because zingers suck. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Twinkies are so much superior than than a zinger. You guys are ridiculous. Bad. Zingers, bad. 
Twinkie's good. You were nice. wrong. Nice rant. You're really doing well with that whole letting things go <laughs> thing your therapist keeps reminding you of. Just the stuff that doesn't matter, but that matters. Yeah. All right. How about you, Maestro? Correction or I do range? have a correction, and it's it's a it's a chronic problem I have with Tom Herman. I for some reason I call him I call him Tim Herman all the time. Or Jake uh, Burroughs. Or Jake Burroughs. <laughs> yep. Uh, So it's Tom Herman, not Tim Herman, that coaches Texas, that used to coach at Houston, that used to coach at Ohio State. Yes. Sorry, Tom. Do you guys find you're saying celebrity names wrong? Yes, since I've gotten older? Yes. It's called the dad simplex. My dad has done it for years, and now Um, I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's happening to all of us. It's a real thing. It's it's got medicine. (laughs) It's so sad. How about you? Very good. Well, I didn't think I I didn't think I had a rant, but then uh, you know I lost I think my sixth consecutive Maestro decides, and statistically that's just impossible unless Maestro's that's got it up. That's not true. You won the first one. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I've only done three. Right. But since I've won it twice, that's oh. considered a streak. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and listen to every show. Thirty six hours of content, please. And then I'm gonna put. I'm going to put the Maestro Decide stats on the, on the website. All right. Very good. Okay. Very good. So that brings us to final Final thoughts. thoughts. Final Final thoughts. thoughts. It's like reverb. Maestro, what do you got? Uh, You know, my final thought, I I am going to avoid the Kaepernick Nike thing, but um, (laughs) I want to know what you guys think, you know, What's with the college head head coaches getting so upset when they get questions? I mean, isn't that part of their, isn't that part of their contract? You know, shouldn't they be prepared? It's it's part of their thing, like whether it's at halftime or at the end of the game or at the press conference, they should be ready. They know the questions that are coming and they act like it all fired up. Why'd you ask me that? Blah, blah, blah. I just think it's lame. These guys should be pros. I guess that's more of a rant than a final thought. But. No, no, but you're, you're you're right on. And I mean, they make you know three to six million dollars a year. They should be able to handle questions from, you know, underpaid English right. majors. <laughs> yes, I agree. I, I will tell you what. Having been someone who asked those questions, I, I would hate myself because I'm like, we're all asking the same question. What was your thought process on that third and long draw that got negative two yards, and then? When they would yell at you, you would feel so terrible, and like you'd worry about your access to the team or getting good quotes. And so, I mean, there is like a little game of of inches going on back and forth in your relationship when you're a beat writer for a college team. Oh, uh, you you have to watch what you say. You can only do so much, so, or they'll cut you off. But like you know, I'm really just calling out Nick Saban. So you know, to give you guys some context, and I'm sure you saw the the yeah. the, uh, the soundbite, but. You know, he gave that that uh, the sideline reporter sideline reporter. He gave her a hard time because she asked about the quarterback controversy. And I mean, that's the only interesting thing happening in Alabama right now. Right. I mean, they're going to crush everybody by 50 points. Except Furman and the Citadel. Yeah, he's just he's frustrated because he knows he has to keep dealing with it because he hasn't dealt with it. So, hey, Saban, deal with it. <laughs> but he is a handsome man. No one's no, arguing. He is that. a fine looking. No, he's not. 
Coach, Coach, what's your what's your final mine, thought there, Coach? That was a good mine one. Mine simply uh, has to do with baseball, and I don't know if you guys saw the the story about Joey Votto. He's a baseball guy, and uh, he he had total baseball guy that and, coach, uh, coach baseball, baseball guy. guy, and uh, he's a baseball and guy. The Reds were in Pittsburgh, and Votto was up to bat, and he looked over and. He's great, like acknowledging fans and throwing stuff to him or giving him a hard time. And he saw a Cincinnati Reds fan in the stands wearing a Votto for President shirt. So he loved yeah. it. So he went over there and asked the guy if he could have it. The guy said yes. The guy literally took the shirt off his back, handed it to him. Votto went into the uh, the dugout, got him a jersey, signed it. And basically says, thanks for the um, endorsement, but since I'm Canadian, there's no chance I can run in t- 2020 and signed it, Votto, and gave him the guy the jersey. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Like Votto, Votto is, awesome. for whatever it's worth, he is a fan's player. Like he's awesome. Like even guys that have given him a hard time, he hasn't lost his cool. And um, I, I think he's awesome. I thought that was really cool. And I want, I mean, I, it's it's just different. All right, I'm sorry. Are you saying that Joey Votto is Canadian? Yes. Do people don't. know this? I just, oh, I just gave it out. Breaking news: Joey Votto's Canadian. That means that I thought he wanna, was Italian. Give him a hard time. I thought he was like, Italian. Hoser, hoser. <laughs> I thought he was Italian. He's an Italian Canadian. Hey, did you strike out, Votto? You sorry? <laughs> you sorry for that strike you hoser. out? I didn't even know they played baseball in Canada. Barely. Oh, very. That's a cool story. I yeah, look at it. It's that. pretty good. So, uh, good stuff. So, uh, well, my final thought. I, I did just. I, I did want to talk about Colin Ka- Kaepernick just for a second, and it's it's not that I'm not saying. Some people think that kneeling during the anthems disrespectful. Others are are saying this is a, certainly his right in, uh, to protest in this fashion. It's it's a right that we're all guaranteed. Uh, I know where I come down on that issue, but I think I think Nike. Uh, I think you're kidding yourself if you don't think Nike didn't run the numbers and say, you know what, if we come out and support him, it's going to be better for us than if if we didn't. Oh. They, they you know what I mean? In other words, they, the people who really are angry about him doing this are a small but vocal minority. Very loud, but I think Nike thought, you know what? The, the greater numbers here are backing this guy up for exercising one of his constitutional rights. Nike ran that number. This isn't a social experiment just for them to make a statement. I mean, it is. I mean, but it's also they know this is going to this is gonna sell shoes and, and merchandise. And-, and yeah, I mean, props, props to them for taking Absolutely. a stand. I think that's cool. But I mean, I knew that there. I mean, they knew it, and I. And as soon as I saw it, the people overreacting and burning their Nikes. I mean, <laughs> it's were people burning. Oh yeah, Nikes? yes. I mean, I gotta watch more TV. It was on Twitter, actually. Yeah, it's. I gotta watch more yeah, Twitter. You, you really should. What channel is the it's Twitter? The Twitter is that fourteen? Yes, it's, you got to turn the dials VHF, so you got to turn it back to thirteen. I'm not, I got the I got the Time Warners. <laughs> so yeah. All right, so uh, so Maestro side stepped it. I I didn't want to step in. I mean, I don't want to alienate half our audience because no, that would just leave three of us. <laughs> well, at least the newsletter still has three people. I think there's still a lot That's of right. folks that don't really 
understand what it's all about. No, I think you're right. I think they hear a little bit of the shouting and not the the more complex. Did you guys see the the? I think it was a rep in Texas, the guy that's running for a Congress seat. Oh, his response. His response, fantastic. They should. Yeah, just, it's very good. They should just yeah. broadcast that. Yeah. That was awesome. I saw that also too, because it was respectful of both mm-hmm. points of view. You know, so very good. All right, guys, you have anything else you have to get off your chest? We're at uh, an hour twelve this week, and I don't think there's I don't think there's three seconds I can cut from this. Hills, gym. no, my chest is clean. <laughs> All right, man. That means you got to walk over to that little altar you have set up in the corner of your room, <laughs> light the candles in front of your David Blatt bobblehead, and then pat it on the head and head to bed because Sports Wednesday is through. work maestro solid finish coach i liked uh i like the irish guy coming back a little bit there in the third act i think we should i can i can that. toss it in there a little bit yeah you know i think by constantly just giving him the second act intro i've limited what he's he could do. he's got t- he's got chops it's, co- <laughs> it's coach's irish alter ego it is his irish alter ego does the irish guy play tennis or is that strictly on a bike no, he he finds his way. He finds his way in every sporting event. He's he's a commentator in golf. He's uh, he's a soccer commentator too, right? Oh yeah, the Irish guy. Oh yeah. All right, will you give us like a top of the morning to close? Okay, hold up. Top of the morning to ya, 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 to ya. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Haig, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.